So, there might be a lot of folks that try and convince you um, that, like, you're, you're, like, more blessed than you are. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so like, I was listening to this guy preach, and um, it's right on, it's like straight out of the Bible, I don't know what, what thing he was reading, I can't remember, it was some sort of story about this dude, but, um, and basically he was talking about how we gotta pay full price um, to receive everything that God is giving us, and that's... It's like every day seems like God just like shows me how real that is like more and more. Um, salvation's free. Like God reaching out to us when we were totally running the other way, doing our own thing, living in hell, speaking of hell, worshiping hell, um, whatever that looked like. He just comes and just like, Bam, I love you. And like, gives us the choice to turn to him, and it's amazing. Um, and that's free. <laughs> that's so free. And you gotta pay money for it. There's no catch. That's free. But there's all this stuff. <laughs> There's all this stuff that Jesus could do that probably most of you listening to this can't do. There's a lot of stuff I can't do, but I will figure it out. <laughs> uh, and we've got to pay full price. The same way he gave himself for us, we got to give ourselves to him. It is prayer and it is fasting. You want to receive everything God has for you? There's people that are going to tell you, oh, it's already yours. Well, look at your life. Look around. Who do you know that's not healed yet that you've been praying for? You still feel afraid all the time, too afraid to go pray for people in public? You're still not getting any words of knowledge, any prophecy, any tinglies from the Holy Spirit? It's not already yours. <laughs> There's more. There's really way more that God has for you. Do you want it? Do you want to come and grab it? You gotta pay full price. Uh, yeah. He's got something so good for you. I'm starting to get a taste of it. I'm starting to see these healings and these prophecies and these visions and these, whoa, like open-eyed things. And it's like, all right, there's something happening. There's some people getting saved and not from a place of they're scared to go to hell and because of your awful raptured gospel things. You got them all freaked out. No, because they actually see the love of God and they've experienced it. They've seen miracles and they're drawn in. They're like, I want to be a part of this. I want to know who he is. God, I give myself to you to the best of my understanding. It's so good. Like, oh, without without the power of God, we really can't do much. 
I've spent a lot of time trying to do ministry without the power of God. And like, oh, we just, we need it. We need it. It's what you need. It's what you need. And this is not, this is not coming from someone who's trying to preach a good message at you. I'm really, I'm really after this. I'm really after his heart. Like, ah, and it's, it's uncomfortable sometimes. It is. It's so uncomfortable and I get these thoughts like, man, I'd rather go do something else. Man, I'd rather go eat a cheeseburger. Man, I'd rather go just take a nap. But he's got something so good. He's got something so good for us. If we just reach out and take it, it is for you. Salvation's free, but this isn't free. Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to give your life to him the same way that he gave his life for you? Are you willing to pray? Are you willing to seek him? Are you willing to give up sleep? Are you willing to give up muscles on your body and shrink down to skin and bones and fast and seek him and figure out what this thing's really all about? Are you willing to hang out with people you'd rather not hang out with, but God loves them? You think Jesus didn't feel really annoyed sometimes? I'm certain he almost smacked somebody on the head con like every day. <laughs> he never sinned. Yeah. Put that heart in us, God. Thank you. I'm going to read Isaiah 58 to you. If you're still listening to this, um, that's awesome. Probably lost a lot of people right away. Um, and I just want to encourage you. Uh, there's probably something in you that's really hungry for more and really sick of the BS and really sick of the religious thing and really sick of doing stuff that doesn't work and, oh, we'll just pray and nothing happens. We need more. We need the power of God. This is, this is how you get it. This is Isaiah 58. Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves, and you don't even notice it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of us coming and, and playing church and just playing the game and asking God for stuff. Um, and it's like, it's a real, like, feel good gushy thing and you know it's nice and there's all these you know good emotions to it but if you if you don't eat or drink anything for a couple of days you're gonna see pretty quick that it was all just bs and smoke there's nothing there there's no power of god there there's nobody actually getting healed 
Just because you can go home and sleep in a cozy bed at night doesn't mean that you did your job. Just because you gave up a little bit of time doesn't mean that you did your job. Give him everything. This next part says, I'll tell you why. It's because you're fasting to please yourself. It's because you're seeking God to please yourself. It's because you're praying for people and you're doing ministry to please yourself. So as long as you feel like, well, at least I tried, then that's good enough and you get the satisfaction. Oh, at least I prayed for someone the last time I was at the grocery store or at work or wherever. Or at least I did this or at least I gave this amount of money. At least I tried. So you get that feel good from trying. Well, that feel good's a uh, That feel good, it is, it is from God. But don't let the enemy trick you with it. There is more. There is results. There is a place where we say, God, please do this. And he does it. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress up in burlap. You cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? Do you really think you starting a Bible study at your house is going to please God? Do you really think you, once a week, going and getting out of your comfort zone uh, to go and, and reach out to someone with your church thing and you're going to go with like 10 people and go set up a stand somewhere is going to please God? Do you really think your, um, your, uh, your one day of fasting uh, per month or per year or whatever is going to please God? Um, do you really think you're just, all right, I'm just going to lay coffee down, you know, for a little while and then, you know, and that's going to please God. There's, is it, is it working? Is it working? If it's working, great. But if it's not working, I think it's time to try something else. <laughs> I think he's got better promises than that. I think he loves us and we're his kids. No. This is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then, <laughs> what happens when we really give them everything and lay down our lives and give our time, give our money, give our possessions to the people around us because it's right? What happens when we do that? Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then you will call. Then when you call, the Lord will answer, Yes, I am here, he'll quickly reply. I want him to answer. 
Are you sick of God not answering? Have you had enough? Have you had enough yet? Have you had enough of the same old thing? Have you had enough of going through the motions? Have you had enough of this church crap in your little ministry that's not doing anything? God's got something so much more. <laughs> There's a place where he answers us. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I'm here. He'll quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Let me tell you, if you don't eat anything for a couple days or you don't eat or drink anything for a couple days, you will not have the energy to spread vicious rumors. He loves us. There's a reason he asks us to do this stuff. There's a reason we're called um, to lay things down and to seek him like Jesus sought him, like Moses sought him. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then, here's another one. <laughs> then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you're dry and restoring your strength. You'll be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Say this with me, God, I want that. God, I want to be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring, guided by you continually. Hmm. He's got us. He's got you. He loves you. He's for you. He's not mad at you. He's got a plan for your life. Are you, are you ready to step in deeper? Are you ready to step in deeper? I'm talking about not eating or drinking. Not eating. Whatever it is. Whatever he's calling you to. And just seeking him. And just putting him first. You'll have a lot of free time. <laughs> you'll have a lot of free time not eating. If you're like me lately, you'll end up going and cooking and baking stuff for other people and giving it to them and watching them eat it. I don't know, it sounds kind of weird, but it's been good. Oh, he's got something so special for us. If you're like me, you'll take all that time where you're not eating or drinking. And you'll spend it with the Lord. You'll spend it in his presence. You'll spend it searching him. Nothing else satisfies when we're in that spot. We're hungry when we're thirsty. We're tired. There's nothing else that satisfies. <laughs> Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you'll be known as a rebuilder of walls and restorer of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy 
Don't pursue your own interest on that day, but enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day, and don't follow your own desires and talk idly. Honor your rest with God. Whenever that is, it's not just talking about Sunday. Man. <laughs> I'm going to keep reading. And the Lord will be your delight. I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised to your ancestor Jacob. I, the Lord, have spoken. It says, don't, don't pursue your own interests. When we're in this place, um, I haven't eaten in two weeks. Today's day 14 of this fast. When we're in this place where we're not getting filled up with food, um, Ser serving yourself, doing your own thing, taking a nap, doesn't do it. I gotta be helping people. It's the only thing, it's the only thing that satisfies my soul. And there's time alone with him. There's a lot of time alone with him. And that's part of it, is just that giving myself to God in the morning, in the evening, Right now it's like midnight. I was just out here running around, praying. There's no one around. It's amazing. You know, it's that giving ourselves to Him, like in that time alone with Him. But also, you know, just like to the people around us, whatever they need help with, give your time to them. Give your money to them. Feed them. Bless them. Nothing else will fill you up. Nothing else will satisfy. We need to seek Him. We need to... We need to really... be in agreement with what He's doing to the point where He listens to us when we pray. If God's not listening to you when you pray and He's not answering your prayers and people aren't getting healed, it's time for more. It's time to pray and fast. And even if he is, even if he is starting to listen to you, or he listens to you quite well, it is time for more. There is a deeper place to go. Just because nobody else around you is doing it, nobody else around you is pursuing him in that way, gives you no excuse not to seek him and not to draw closer to him. There is no one else in my life doing what I'm doing to the extent that I'm doing it. And it'd be really easy. It'd be really easy to just break off now. It'd be really easy to just be like, well, he's pleased with me. And he is. He is so pleased with me. He loves me. He's for me. I'm blessed. He loves you. 
God love, 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 loves you. It's not a works thing, it's a faith thing. You want to get God to work, you need faith. You need to believe what he says in this book. You need to believe what he says in Isaiah 58 where he says, you'll be like a well-watered garden. Are you willing to take a step today? Are you willing to lay something down today? Are you willing to skip a meal today to go pray? And then two meals, and then three, and then you got a full day, and then you go for two days and three days. And you end up in this place where you're so blessed. And you really can't help but give it away. And it's the purest, healthiest thing there is. Are you willing? <laughs>